it, it's a good Mexican movie. Hey, so <laughs> <laughs> my Asian best friend is telling me to watch a good Mexican movie. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I have a couple of recommendations. Uh, Eat to Mama Tambien. Oh, God, no. Welcome to episode 100. This episode of TLC, we talk about the war in the stars, sleeping, and we got 99 episodes, but a bitch ain't one. I'm Mount Flores. And I'm Anton Noir. Right? <laughs> yeah, that worked totally fine. <laughs> what an intro. Right? Yeah, 100 episodes later, dude. Yeah. Uh, how has your week been? Your short short week since we recorded on Sunday and today's Thursday? Uh, short week? I, You know what? I haven't really done much this week. I mean, yeah, I got to watch a couple of things uh, that we'll probably talk about later in the episode. I think I caught up on all of Expedition Unknown, which I was talking about last week, and they had their uh, season finale, so I got caught up to that one, too. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I've been watching The Last Ship, and I can talk about that next episode. Uh, Mm -hmm. So before we start recording, um, Mm -hmm. actually, my my girlfriend went to uh, graduation for her, I guess, guess niece. Yeah. Um, I was going to go if we weren't recording, but since we are, I'm here I am. Oh. But she texted me something about the person giving the key- the keynote speech. Who was it? Guess who Santa Ana High School got to give the speech? Who? Edward James Olmos. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, Captain Adama himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Stand and Deliver. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, uh, or, you you my, probably wanted my, to be there, right? <laughs> or, or where my, my, my girlfriend knows him from, uh, the Selena movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? That's what you know him from? All right. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just saying, like, I don't think he's going to do like a meet and greet or anything like that, but I was like, oh, damn. Like, Santa in high school? You got him? Damn. Yeah. Good job. Battlestar Galactica? Yeah. Captain, yeah. Captain Adama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, um, dude. I, I think uh, Stand to Deliver is probably one of my favorite movies. That is probably one of the first movies that got me really into, like, holy crap, movies can give you feels? <laughs> <laughs> That's Cause true. Because be- before that, movies were just kind of like, oh, cool, excitement, or like, you know, just action packed things, or whatever. Yeah. And then all those stabby stuff were like, boring. Yeah. When you thought Selena was into, uh, you know, emo enough. Yeah. I I probably didn't get Selena until watching it a couple of years after it came out. Mm-hmm. As a kid, I just knew I, I knew it was about Selena, but I really didn't know like, oh, she died. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, the movie doesn't really doesn't really provide a big picture about that. They kind of imply that she got shot mm-hmm. and killed. Yeah, uh, the the rose just falling. Yeah, yeah. But it's been a while since I've seen it, so maybe mm-hmm. as a Mexican, I'm feeling I should probably rewatch that movie. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a good Mexican movie. Hey, so. <laughs> <laughs> my asian best friend is telling me to watch a good mexican movie <laughs> uh i mean i have a couple of recommendations uh eat to mama tambien oh god no <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know you watched that <laughs> all right so anyways uh let's go ahead and celebrate our 100th episode uh by taking a look back you know um we have a couple of personal favorite episodes um I, I want to go over mine uh, first. Oh, wait, wait. I mean, we have three, right? You picked out three? I picked out three. Do you want to do this now or do you want to do this after news? You know what? We'll go ahead and go to the news first. Yeah. So, yeah. Suspense. Uh, that's a little teaser. Yeah, <laughs> Cliffhanger. <suspense. laughs> yeah. uh, and later on, come on the episode, we do have the winners of the competition we were having on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, that's one reason Anton and I got delayed recording today is because I, last minute, was uh, like, oh, I need to probably pick a winner. <laughs> yeah, you need to put it into the Allen... Uh, random picker upper oh. also known as Excel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Anton. All right, let's get into news. All right, news time. All right. Uh, so there's a lot of Star Wars news. Uh, mm-hmm. What's going on with Star Wars VR? Okay. So uh, as you know, some of our listeners probably been listening to a couple of episodes where we were talking about. The experience that we had last year at uh, the Void in Anaheim. Yeah. Uh, so if people don't know what the Void is, it's basically a VR experience that is next level. You basically hooked on to a bunch of gear and you step into pretty much kind of like uh, a bunch of rooms and yeah, everything ju- there you can interact with. Yeah. Just to paint the picture, when he says put on some gear, he means put on a full like uh, pretty much computer tower to your back. Yeah. 
you're basically that suiting around. up. <laughs> yeah, you're suiting up. You have a helmet, which is really good noise canceling uh, uh, headset. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can communicate to your team. If not, you guys can be con- like, you know just walking around walls. Yeah. So basically, I, I think the backpack was a, a a mini laptop or something with battery. So it's it powering like, the I, whole thing. I think it was a full tower. With yeah. A, yeah, with a battery. Pa- the bat. Yeah, it was a tower, and then right beneath it was a it mini was tower. A mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but right beneath it was a battery pack. Mm-hmm. Um, easily the size of a brick because I, I don't know if it was you or Josiah's whose battery was dead and they had to replace it and I got to watch him replacing mm-hmm. the battery. Yeah. That thing was like a, a brick. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's huge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, that uh, experience that we did was, uh, I think it was called Star Wars. Um, damn it. Uh, I have it on the tip of my tongue. Um, yeah, I'm blanking. Uh, let me just double check on that. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's, I'm blanking out too. Um. Okay, uh, Secrets of the Empire. There you go. Is the one like, that we experience. Empire. I was like, Empire Strikes Back again and again. <laughs> so th- that was a collaboration with uh, ILM and also uh, a company called Lab. Wait, sorry. It's the same thing. Uh, ILM Lab. I was like, what? Uh, yeah. So, a- anyways, uh, they came out with a new experience. And this is for uh, pretty much all of the new. Uh, not all of the new uh, Rift units, but uh, yeah, I don't think you can experience on the, the Oculus Go, but you can uh, experience it on any other full VR experience headsets. The ones so that require this is being connected to uh, either a, a computer. PC or okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is a, a, a sequel to that experience. And not to spoil anything, it takes place, I think, right after what we experienced in the very end of the scene. Um, which I think that was probably really, really terrifying what we experienced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that was not expecting that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I, I repeat, uh, when we experienced that, I looked to the side to make sure I wasn't the only one stepping back and everybody yeah, took a like, step backwards. I was looking at Josiah's. I was like, oh shit, what do we do now? <laughs> Cause like, I mean, all we had was, you know, the, uh, stormtrooper guns, the blasters, yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. So And I don't uh, know I don't know who what I don't know if, who was it you were Josiah so I was like on the very right or very mm-hmm. left. Uh but one of you guys bumped into the door that we came out. Oh, back, well, I think to, that was Josiah's. Trying to back up into the like trying to back up further and hit the wall. He's like, Oh, oh. shit, I, I nearly tipped over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the new experience is called uh a Star Wars VR series, uh Vader Immortal, episode one. So this is uh, uh takes place right after what we experienced. So people who hasn't experienced this yet, I don't think uh, you have to do the experience, but it'd be kind of cool because uh, you you kind of get to continue the story. Yeah. So uh, that's currently out right now. It just came out last week because of the um, Oculus Quest uh, got released. So this kind of came bundled with uh, uh, with that new unit. So um probably gonna try it this weekend when I have a chance. Um I think it costs like thirty bucks or something on there. Uh a little pricey for a really short game, but um I mean it's just an episode, so uh hopefully there's a lot of content in it. Hopefully yeah. it gives you it gives you a score to track. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the one thing that we were talking about, right? We wish that they had something at the void mm-hmm. where you get to come back again, get a better score. A leaderboard, because there, there is there is a lot of shooting, and you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I got a few headshots. Just size got yeah. a few crotch shots. I'm pretty uh, sure they. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure that they have some type of data that collects uh all the shots and stuff. Uh, they gotta have to collect some type of data at least. Yeah, they they just probably weren't they didn't give any values to the shots or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. And there's more Star Wars news going. Wait, is that for that part? Uh, yeah, that's that's it okay. for that. I, like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't mean you cut off the legs there, but mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so more Star Wars news too. Galaxy's Edge. They just had their. Uh, is it premiere night or just their celebration? Uh, they call it the dedication ceremony. Dedication, there we go. Yeah, so uh, dedication ceremony that they had last night had uh, they had some special guests. They had George Lucas, Harrison Ford, Billy D. Williams, and also Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like a red carpet uh, opening event. Uh, I think the one thing that really stood out during this whole entire um, dedication uh, ceremony is when uh, Mark, actually not Mark Hamill, but uh, Harrison Ford uh, says, this is for you, Peter. And then he taps on the 
the Millennium Falcon and then it turns on and there's fireworks and everything. And it's kind of like a, a good nod to Peter Mayhew, yeah. who that passed away recently. Less, less than a month before this, the opening of this uh, this land, he passed away. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny because uh, on Twitter, they were doing the, the live stream of the event. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there was available other places, but... I did see a lot of people I didn't expect to be posting about it, mm-hmm. including one of my old coworkers. Well, I guess she's still one of my coworkers, but she moved here to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, she posted a screenshot of of uh, George Lucas, Mark Mark Hamill, uh, Harrison Ford. She was there. No, she wasn't there. But like, oh, she put okay. a screen- and then on the caption, she put, um, "If you don't, if you can't name each of these people, we can't be friends." <laughs> of course, I went in there. I'm like, uh, "Yeah, George Lucas, Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford." And this guy right here makes me want to uh, is making me crave a Colt forty five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, since we're doing this live, uh, yeah. I'm going to see if anything's wrong with the connection, real quick. Uh, yeah, you were getting a little bit choppy there. I don't know if you. I, I don't know if I just didn't make you laugh or. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do this real quick. I'm going to stop the streaming. Okay. Uh, we're going to keep recording. Audio keeps recording. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to reset the connection real quick. Okay. Uh, we're going to resume the stream in probably about two minutes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. Are we back? Uh, I'm going to count down. Three, two, one. And we're back. Hopefully that works. Yes. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know if there's any other problems I see. Okay. All right. We're back. Cool. All right. Uh, where do we leave off? Okay. So they did start releasing some videos from Galaxy's Edge. Uh, about mm-hmm. the experience that they have there. They did show what we talked about last episode about build your own droid. God damn, that looks expensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think the most expensive would be, well, not the most expensive. Someone said something about uh, a $25,000 uh, Star Wars uh, fan item. I, I don't know what it is because they never really disclosed it. Um, mm-hmm. but that's crazy. I don't even know what you can buy for twenty five thousand uh, dollars. Yeah, yeah. Well, pass. well, it, I think at uh, Epcot, I did see something that was twenty five grand. It was the castle, like mm-hmm. a miniature sculpture of the castle with uh, Savarsky crystals on it, and that's what's twenty five thousand. Um, All right, that's <clears throat> too much. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> too much. Yeah, so uh, the yeah. lightsaber is two hundred dollars. Um, at Galaxy's Edge. But the cool thing about it, besides of what I was talking about last week, um, is it's like the wand experience at Harry Potter. So when you're paying $200, it's not just the lightsaber you're getting. You're getting the experience on how you built it. Um, I heard that uh, the cast members basically get into character. Um, they mm-hmm. kind of drag you into a room with like uh, telling you, like, don't bring this around because there's stormtroopers around. Uh, I'm pretty sure that yeah. if you do have that lightsaber around and uh, stormtroopers go up to you, I think something uh, interesting would happen. Uh, but we don't really know yet because no one um, really explains that. Yeah, not just that, but if they do have an RF uh, RFID chip um, or some sort mm-hmm. of some sort of uh, indicator like that, that's passive. Um, if they have certain sensors around the the park or that area, um, mm-hmm. they could be they could be activated with just kind of like a like a, a badge, like a security badge. When you mm-hmm. walk past or something like that, maybe like you'll, you'll activate something with the force. Yeah. <laughs> um. No. And and right now when you're talking about like the experience about building your own lightsaber, um, I was I was kind of thinking like that'd be cool if they had a kind of like the Kyber Crystal Cave experience. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember from Clone Wars. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember where that. Where they, yeah, you go into the cave and the crystals call out to you. That'd be cool if they, they had like, you walk through a, a, a maze and then like mm-hmm. randomly something will glow and that's your crystal. Mm-hmm. That'd be really cool. But then, but then again, I think people get pissed off about the color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted a green one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's All right, dude. Uh, anything else with Galaxy? Uh, nope. I, nope. We just have to experience oh. it. All right. All right, something else has been announced uh, probably in the last two days, and Pokemon Go made an event about it. Uh, they have the Pokemon Company has announced a new interactive game called Pokemon Sleep. Uh, this app will be available next year, and it apparently has has some sort of a, um, extra peripheral part or some some sort of game gameplay device that you connect to your phone. And it monitors and rewards you for getting sleep. Hmm. Okay. Uh, the the seemed very random until uh, our friend Carl he reminded me that Japan has a problem with uh not sleeping. Sleeping. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, and I don't know if people have ever seen this, but like there's there's news articles, there's reports of Japan where they show Japanese business people literally sleeping on the sidewalk because they're t- they're exhausted 
because they have not been sleeping and usually for us that'd be something concerning but for them it's a it's a badge of honor it's a sign of a good worker that they're working themselves to exhaustion yeah that's true because they they put their heart and soul into working and Mm -hmm. uh, they're kind of like selling their souls to uh, the business that they're in so yeah yeah it's all about um, dedication. But I mean, that's that's a good thing to get uh, a lot of Japanese people to start sleeping again. It kind of makes sleeping fun. And also uh, <laughs> the culture is, uh, you know, embracing the cute characters of uh, Pokemon. So I wouldn't see why. All, all I know is it's about damn time there's a game coming out that America can dominate it again. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did I ever tell you <laughs> that when I was in Japan, I I went to the restroom and the urinal I, had I a video so. game. <laughs> I would hope did that at some that? point when you went to Japan, you went to the restroom. Yeah. So in the urinal, the urinal, you can hear me, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the urinal has uh, a little target and it says uh, uh, pee here. So you have to pee on that target. And then at the very oh, top, did. there's I did, right? So there's a yeah, screen yeah, yeah, right yeah, in front of you, and it tells you uh, how how accurate you are. So that's funny. Yeah, it's like the the carnival game where you're trying to like squirt the water gun at the target, and then yeah, yeah, it makes peeing fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think I, I think I made a reference about that. Um, no, but you did tell me about it. Uh, mm-hmm. I Japan's just so weird in so many levels, I, and I still mm-hmm. want to go there. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Like as weird as it is, there's nothing that makes you go, oh no, no, pass. Well, okay, maybe the vending machine panties, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Actually, hey, since you uh, since you've gone to Japan, yeah. how how common are those weird vending machines like that have like the panties or whatever? Uh, I think those are at specific areas because okay. you don't so see they're not it all so over much. The place. They're just like okay, yeah. I know that, that in thought, certain cities, like uh, where they have like um, uh, showgirls or, or something like that, then yeah, I think they yeah would. The, the like the red light districts or whatever there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, that was my yeah. thought. But I want to make sure. Yeah. Right, hey, uh, but yeah. oh, oh, one thing. Uh, I have a sleeping number bed, and uh-huh. every month it gives me a score on how well I slept. So this might be oh, some uh, some of the same algorithms that they have for the Pokemon sleep. I would suck, dude. And I, I'm a very light sleeper, and my girlfriend mm-hmm. started to notice that. <laughs> yeah. Because when I went to uh, my- Arizona, um, I guess at one point during the night, she she told me like like to move, like scoot over or whatever. And she says, like, yeah, I didn't raise my voice. I didn't do anything. But you moved over right away. And I think that's her like realization. Like he's a very light sleeper. Like I, I'm like, yeah, I told her. I'm like, I any little sound wakes me up. Even last night, I swear, I got woken up at eleven at night, just after eleven, because mm-hmm. I felt my bed shaking. I swear, I thought it was an earthquake, and I was like, you know what? It's over. I looked at my, I looked at my phone. I'm like there's no notification, nothing, whatever. Um, I was telling my girlfriend about it this morning, and there was a four point five earthquake in Baja <laughs> at that oh, time. Oh, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> I was like, there's no way I felt it though. That's too far, and that's like a yeah. A, a four point something is strong, but like from I don't know, it's like what 300, 400 miles. There's no way I could have felt that. Yeah, that's crazy. That's absurd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I think I would suck at that game to be honest. Mm-hmm, that's true. Well, I'll try it out though. Yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, what is Dark Crystal? Okay, so I don't know if you ever heard of Jim Henson's Dark Crystal. It's that creature uh, shop uh, movie that came out in 1982. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It was, I knew it was Muppet related. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it, but I remember watching it uh, a couple times on TV uh, when we used to watch TV when we were little. <laughs> and uh, um, I don't remember the story much, but I remember there was a lot of like action, uh, a lot mm-hmm. of uh, really cool characters in it. Uh, yeah, so I don't really remember the story much, but then Netflix just showed up a um, trailer for a mini series, I don't actually know. I think it's a, a whole entire series, and dude, it looks so good. They mixed uh, CGI with uh, puppetry, so it's gonna huh. be the same uh, puppet characters from the movies, but they're gonna um, integrate it with CGI for a lot of action. So, dude, it, I don't know, but it looks freaking amazing. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Um, let me see if I can link you right now. No, I haven't seen it. Uh, I just will say though, right now when you're talking about like them using the the same mm-hmm. uh, designs or same puppets or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I thought, well, well, yeah, the Jim Hen- Jim Henson Workshop. I don't think they'll throw anything away ever. They probably have a giant warehouse full of puppets. And then I realized that'd be the scariest place to be at night, <laughs> just like walking down a, a warehouse full of like Jim Henson puppets. Yeah, that would be creepy horrifying. as hell. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let me see if I can send you the link. You can check this out later when you have a chance. Yeah, it looks so good. It looks so good. Ooh, just that. Yeah, just that screenshot looks good. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and then what is Death St- Stranding trailer? Okay, so Death Stranding is a video game made by Hideo Kojima. He is a legendary uh, video game um, developer. Mm-hmm. You probably heard of some of his, uh, of his uh, games, uh, such as Metal Gear Solid. I, I might have um, heard that little independent game. Yeah. Uh, so ever since he left Konami... Uh, I think he got fired because he didn't want to make a, a specific game. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, it, it, I think it was Silent Hill. He wanted to he wanted to do it his way, but then uh, they didn't like what he was doing, so they kicked him off the project. So, anyways, uh, that uh, Silent Hill video game was starring Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead, and it also had uh, mm-hmm. um, a collaboration with. Um, with our one of our favorite directors, Guillermo del Toro. No, oh, yeah, I've heard from too. Yeah, so uh, yeah, they were supposed to work together on Silent Hill, but then that total project got canceled because of uh, Konami kicking him out. Um, but anyways, he kind of went downhill from there because he went through a whole emotional thing where he didn't really know what else to do because he's been working there for so long. But uh, the video game community kind of got together and mm-hmm. did whatever they could to bring him back. So PlayStation uh, hired him to make a video game. And he basically took the same actors, uh, same, uh, same, same director, same uh, actors, and they created a game called Death Stranding. And it's been like almost four years since they announced this uh, video game. And now we just got a trailer and we also got a release date. So it's coming out this year. Uh, Super excited. Saw the trailer and was confused as hell. (laughs) I think the whole internet is confused with what's going on in the trailer. Um, Didn't make any sense. Uh, It has uh, Leah Sado. I don't know if you know her. She's one of the Bond girls in the uh, recent Bond movie. Uh, There's uh, Norman Reedus. Uh, there's also Matt Mickelson, uh, which you also know. He's also um, in the first Bond movie. He was the guy with the glass eye. Um, and Guillermo del Toro is in it. <laughs> Even though he's producing it, he's also in uh, the game. Um, and he's, then there's he, a couple of other actors. He's going to be that, that extra. Guillermo's going to be that extra in the background, just cheering him on in Mexican. Orale, cabron, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Guillermo. <laughs> Yeah, but um, <laughs> other than that, I'm pretty excited, dude. Uh, it's been a long time coming. I'm really excited for Hideo Kojima. He's uh, one of the best uh, game developers out there right now. So uh, for this game to come out, I'm super stoked. Even though I'm confused as hell with the trailer, I'm just excited that there's going to be a new game from him. So Yeah, kind of curious how that comes out, too, uh, especially mm-hmm. with such a big, big name behind it. Well, two big names behind it. Yeah, you played a couple right, of on, me- Metal Gear it. games before, right? I played Metal Gear... Uh, on the PSP? tried Metal Gear. Um, I want to say yes. Oh, I can't mm-hmm. remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, is that wrapping up news? Yes. All right. How about we go back in time there, Anton? Let's go to our next segment. We'll look back. All right. Yeah, we kind of tease us at the very beginning of the episode. Mm, and we're going to yep, look yep, back yep. at 100 episodes. Um, you chose three episodes that you really liked. Uh, I chose three episodes that I really liked. So instead of me going this time, like I said earlier, we'll flip it around. You go first. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, in no particular order, mm-hmm. uh, I went back further uh, than I, I anticipated. Uh, mm-hmm. episode you 15. went too far. You went too far. Yes, too far. Uh, episode 15, uh, North Korea Footloose. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just love this one because we we're talking about, um, <laughs> I think this is when you were talking about Secret Hitler. Oh, Secret Hitler. Yeah, I love that. Uh, show. I, yeah. I love that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and <laughs> I just, I, I was just, cra- we were just cracking up because you're like, you have to identify who Hitler is. And I was like, just look at the guy with the funny mustache. It's that easy. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and, and also, this is the, the reason we titled it North Korean Footloose is because we also made a joke about uh k-pop being big in north korea and uh me me just making a joke about you know king jong-un uh being a bit of a bit of a uh, party pooper yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i thought he would be cool but i guess not um uh, not unless I mean, he's starring in it 
Yeah. <laughs> I well, invented he, I invented K-pop. That's why it's kind of uh, Korean pop. It's called Kim Pop. Kim Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Kim pop. Uh, yeah, I thought he would be cool because uh, I mean Dennis Rodman was uh, hanging out with him a couple times. Uh, I thought that would you know make him a little more hip. But I guess not. Um, yeah. So <laughs> my turn. Uh, one of my favorite episode is uh, episode seventy six. Mom, what did you do? This is funny because uh, you didn't. You held this to yourself for the longest time uh, throughout the whole entire week, and I knew you wanted to tell me this story. But then every time we play video games, and you're like, "Oh, I got you know, uh, I gotta tell you something," but uh, I gotta wait for the episode to come out. Yeah. Um, but anyways, <laughs> it was the episode about um, that crazy car uh, accident that happened outside of your house while you're yeah. in your room. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then that the next involved my brother's car, and then uh, subsequently my car also. So it was like four, car- and then one of the neighbors' cars. So four cars total. Yeah, uh, I, I think adding to that to that uh, choice there, uh, we mm-hmm. got to remember that about twenty episodes later, or what, what episode was that? Seventy six. Yeah, so about twenty. Yeah, actually, almost twenty episodes later, uh, mm-hmm. I was involved in another <laughs> accident when somebody rear-ended me. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, um, I remember that one, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you're right, though. I did try to hold that one on for a while. And I, part of it was frustration. Also, I, I didn't mm-hmm. want to talk about because it it's just so annoying. Uh, but the other mm-hmm. part was like, yeah, we need show content. And I want to get your reaction. Yeah. All right. Um, the other one I chose is episode 39. Mm-hmm. And this one's called, is it one, one hole or two? Do you remember oh. what the argument was? Um, that sounds so familiar. Um, I think, uh, you know what? I, I think we, I was supposed to pick that one as my favorite earlier too. Um, so the reason I, the reason I picked it is, uh, because it was supposed to be a random topic that I brought up uh-huh. and it actually turned into a full on argument between us. Not, not like angry argument, but like a lot of back and forth and the, yeah, this it was, was like a total like Twitter- debate episode. Yeah. And this, the, <laughs> the question was, uh, one of those Twitter polls, um, does a straw have one hole or two? Yeah, yeah. Well, it took us a while to actually uh, figure out the end result, but I don't think we ever finished that because I mean it kept going. Uh, no, I think we just ended it with like, you know what? Our episode's long enough. Let's just cut it off here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think you said. I think you stood stood firm that it's two holes. Yeah, I think um, it is two I'm, holes. I still think it's one. <laughs> <laughs> here we go again. <laughs> no, I'm, okay, okay. And this is the argument I made on the episode. Uh, if uh, how many holes does a donut have? Yeah, one hole. So just elongate the donut into a giant straw. How many holes does it have? One, Anton. One. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your third pick there? Wait. No. No. I said if you fold the straw, you get two holes. Which? Uh, <laughs> it's not a fun straw. It's not a bendy straw. <laughs> it, it's one of those. Uh, <laughs> it's one of those Starbucks uh, metal straws. Then that's one hole. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, my other favorite episode is episode 53. Um, it was the title of, mm-hmm, because <laughs> that episode, uh, we were checking out, uh, oh. the Google assistant that was an AI. And one of the things that she kept, uh, uh, saying was, mm-hmm, because she's trying to be like a human. And uh, this episode really stood out to me because ever ever after we ended up talking about that, the whole entire episode, all we did was mm-hmm. So <laughs> uh, that's the thing that stood out to me because once in a while you say mm-hmm and I say mm-hmm, I always think about this episode. Uh, and we do so. that. We do that a lot when we're playing Xbox too. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when I think. I, I, yeah, I think we're when we're both frustrated, and then like say say I'm frustrated, and then you point out something like, "Oh, our our tanks aren't are or no, our healers aren't healing," and mm-hmm. I just go, "Mm-hmm." <laughs> like, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, like I know, mm. I know, but we're in a match right now. I can't do anything about it. I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it it, it did mm-hmm to uh to both mimic being human, but also to cover its its processing time. Yeah, um, it's kind of like uh those moments when you call. Uh, AT&T or wait do you have AT&T T-Mobile right no I sprint. yeah team sprint. sprint I think yeah. sprint does it too but uh, you know those automated calls oh yeah uh, they're like oh <laughs> how can I help you today and then you say something and then the next thing you hear is no oh I thought you meant the oh so the, the I couldn't understand what you said can you repeat that again and you're like uh, I'm trying to get an agent 
Uh, no. Did you say agent? Yes. Yes, agent. Did you say Asian? <laughs> yeah. Transferring to Korea. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, uh, I really thought you were going to pick mine. Um, uh-huh. this, is, this is one that I... Anytime Disney makes a move, mm-hmm. I think back to this intro. Uh, episode 59... Uh, put it on the table and then we were talking about disney buying fox uh studios movie studios yeah. and oh 21st century fox sorry um and i referenced saying that you know we thought that disney wasn't going to to buy fox and then finally they said you know what we're gonna we're gonna put disney put it all on the table and like <laughs> I, I i think you could actually hear it on the episode my hand i flopped my hand on the table like it's a giant dick like <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> really loud yeah they put it on the table funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, and now we're getting to the point where we're wrapping up the the Fox produced movies, mm-hmm. and we're gonna get into the the Fox Disney era of the say Fantastic Four. Yeah. Um, See, like, that's the, the one X-Men. thing I'm trying to figure out is, uh, are they going to keep 20th Century Fox logos, or are they gonna just do all Disney pictures? Um, because respectively, think that- I think 20th Century Fox logo searchlight is probably one of the most iconic things in film. Yeah, or I wonder if they're going to try to do some sort of like uh, combination, kind of like a, was it Paramount and somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a combination logo. Yeah, uh, no, but, but I, 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 I do, I would totally understand and I think it would be more respectful to let Fox do its own thing and then just with Disney approve. Or, yeah, approve or disapprove. That's it. That, that would make the whole entire thing so I, much more better. I'm so. curious what the future of Hulu is, if they're going to sell it off or what's going to happen. Because Hulu is, is it Fox owned or just uh, is Fox uh, just uh, a big uh, investor in, in, in Hulu? Uh, I think Disney was the biggest holder because I think they had like 30% or something. And then Fox had the other 30%. And then... Um, um, yeah, but yeah, Disney's so, moving on to Disney+. Plus. Yeah, but uh, Disney still use it as more of a, a TV streaming type of service. So even though, because uh, Hulu is the only one that is connected to all of the other uh, studios. Networks. Yeah. Networks. Um, yeah. So I think if anything ever uh, comes up to the board at uh, at Hulu, Disney has more control over it because they have 60% of the vote, whatever um happens uh disney has pretty much a bigger um say in making yeah. decisions yeah but the so that that means disney technically has two streaming services hulu and disney plus yeah disney plus will be more for uh anything that disney owns uh hulu will be more of so uh, so we're not gonna uh, see nbc um and whatever shows that are on there tnt um TNT. No, but but, uh, but like so on a on a streaming service that's owned largely by Disney, mm-hmm. we're not going to get any good quality. Oh, well, I guess that's a key: good quality Disney shows. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to get the extra, you know, cheap to cheap to stream uh, series or whatever. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's too early to tell, but I think you know Hulu is going to be more of a TV streaming service. And I think eventually, um, if Disney does take the full reign of it. Um, I think they're going to sell it. I think yeah. this is going to sell Hulu. It, it's the only thing, it's the only thing to avoid conflict conflict of interest. No, there. I, I think I think they're going to wait until it dies out because I don't think Disney wants so, a, another competitor. Uh, I think it will. Okay, so and I know we're derailing here, but it's a good conversation here. So mm-hmm. the CEO of Netflix came out saying that he is not worried about Disney Plus. Um, this is right after Disney uh, when we talked about on the show what Disney's projections are, what their hope is. Uh, for their subscribers at at launch of Disney Plus, mm-hmm. um, and the CEO of Netflix said, "No, not scared because now uh, we aren't competing networks. We are uh, kind of they're helping each other out because mm-hmm. uh, for for if we have people subscribing to two different streaming services, they're more likely to cut the cord. Mm-hmm. So really, they're, they're they're so really Disney Plus, Hulu, and Netflix are 
teaming up to take down traditional cable. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, That's he was true. talking to investors and <laughs> trying to keep yeah. the investors happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't know how much you, how much we buy that, but that's the, that seems to be what the, the thought process is for Netflix and that. Nope, not, not a threat. If anything, it, it helps us. Yeah. Well, recently I did that Hulu thing where uh, you subscribe for one whole year for only a dollar a month. So that's what I'm doing right now. How many fake um, emails do you have? <laughs> Uh, all right so uh my other <laughs> favorite episode is episode 37 uh it's called that 90s show uh, i really like this episode because it kind of uh, uh brings us back to our childhood uh and we were able to talk a lot about it because there was this other show on netflix called everything sucks and oh, yeah. it is such a good show and um that's the reason why i really like this episode is it has a lot of the nostalgia of what mm-hmm. we grew up with um remember those sneakers uh that had those uh, little weird uh colors in there when you press on it, it changes yeah. colors um, um the music that, and everything yeah pogs um yeah so oh, yeah. yeah this is the reason why i like that episode is because we were talking about about a lot of that stuff um, but, uh, you know, that show is no longer, um, in development. Yep. Got canceled. Uh, what a bummer. But instead we got some other really cool things like stranger things. Um, and then we got that new movie that came out. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Um, probably going to check it out. It's called, uh, uh, and the edge of the world or something like that. Uh, uh no, but there's another separate, but there's since they're bringing up stuff that, that, that interests us. Um, I kind of want to see that new show, Good Omens. Oh, okay, yeah, with David Tennant. So it's about the, the a demon and an angel that team up together to to save the world. Yeah. Um. Uh. This one is called The World's End. I think. Is, it, I think we've talked about that. I'm trying to remember in my head. Remember in my head. That sounds stupid. Uh, I'm trying to remember <laughs> what it was. I'm trying to remember in my hand, Anton. Um. In your hand. Yeah, in my hand. <laughs> Uh, no, so I mean, I, I, getting back to the topic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I think those are the top three. Um, I, and this is kind of an honorary mention, even though I already said the three. Uh, mm-hmm. I think one of the, uh, one of my most favorite episodes is us talking. I, we did a special for Star mm-hmm. Wars. Um, yeah. and it's funny because we, <laughs> It was supposed to be an additional part for the episode. But it was so long. We we ended up going, what, an hour and a half just on the movie. And so I we ended up doing our first. <laughs> yeah. Well, with the, with, with the episode, I think it was two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it's like watching the movie. <laughs> pretty much. I think that's what it was. We were going scene by scene of uh, yeah. not the not the the last Jedi. Was it the last Jedi? Yeah, it was the okay. last Jedi. Uh, so going scene by scene of the last Jedi. Jedi and uh, was it that Jedi? Or Star Wars yeah, story. Yeah, no, it was the last Jedi. Okay. Um yeah, so that ended up being our first uh special because <laughs> it was mm-hmm. so long, like we can't release a two and a half hour episode, especially if it's oh, like no. star major like 90% of it's Star Wars. Yeah. So as I guess a, it's a normal thing too for a lot of podcasts. I mean, I've seen uh, some podcasts that are like five hours long. I don't know how they can do it. No, yeah. I can't, and I can't stand that. I, I, mm-hmm. And uh, I've seen some some podcasts I listen to kind of break away from this, and they suffer for it. I like a podcast that stays consistent. I mean, give or take fifteen minutes, but mm-hmm. you know, give me consistent because at least that way I know when I'm picking a sh- picking an episode what I want or picking a podcast I want to listen to. I'm like, you know mm-hmm. what? I have an hour drive. I'll pick a 45 minute podcast. Yeah. Or I'm about to go to bed. I'll just pick a 15 minute podcast, whatever. And it, it sucks when they when they diverge from that. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting that uh, you know we're talking about podcasts. Um, we're on one right now. Uh, <laughs> I was actually listening to a podcast today uh, called The Shrink Next Door. Uh, I don't know if you heard of it, but it is a very interesting podcast. They're on episode four out of uh, a six parter. Uh, it's about a guy who writes for Bloomberg. Okay. Uh, he lived in a house up in the Hamptons and his next door neighbor um, uh, told a guy to come over and he seems like he is a, a repairman or something, maintenance worker. Because mm-hmm. uh, he every time you know he comes in and out of the house and he's moving uh, into that house. He would see the next door neighbor um, doing just maintenance work. So he thought that guy was a, a maintenance guy. So anyways, the uh, maintenance guy comes over and says, hey, um, you know, um, your neighbor next door, uh, I work for him. 
he is inviting you and your wife to come over for some cocktail. Uh, we're having a cocktail party tonight. So they would come over, have a couple cocktails, and uh, they would explore that. <laughs> they would explore the house, and they would see pictures of um, the, the owner of the house with a bunch of different celebrities, which is kind of crazy. There's a couple of pictures <gasps> on the wall with uh, what? Is he running a brothel? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so a, a bunch of celebrities. I can't really remember exactly who, um, uh, but Gwyneth Paltrow was in one of the pictures. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, so they were just having a party and everything, and then uh, the owner of the house said, hey, uh, if you guys can, uh, stop by sometime at the end of the week, and we'll have you know um, more talk and more chit-chat, and we'll just you know have uh, more cocktails and stuff. So at the end of the week, they came over again, and... Uh, um, the guy who, who's writing for Bloomberg felt a little awkward. Like mm-hmm. there's something weird, but uh, like the tension, uh, because after about an hour or two uh, through a cocktail and some dinner, they left the place. But before they left, the guy who owns the house says, hey, I want a picture with you guys. Uh, actually, I'll just take a picture with you, which is the guy from Bloomberg. So after pictures taken and everything, uh, life goes on. Uh, they haven't seen each other since. Mm-hmm. And then one day, he uh, the the writer was kind of interested. He's like, "Hey, I haven't seen the neighbor for a very long time. All I see is the maintenance man." So he goes over to the maintenance man because he was doing some garden work in the front, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, whatever happened to the owner of the house? Um, I always see you here. You're you're a maintenance worker." He's like, "Oh, um, you're talking about uh, Ike? Uh, he doesn't live here anymore. I kicked him out of my house." And he's like, "Your house? What do you mean your house?" And he's like, "Yeah, I own this house." Wait, so you're saying that Ike is not the owner of the house? Oh, it's funny that you should say that. No, he never owned the house. It's my house. So was he? Uh, uh, what should I call it? Um, oh, and, and let me add this detail because I think you're going in the wrong direction. Is this water? So is it a no, ghost? No. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it, it might sound like it's going that way, but it's not. Uh, so then the maintenance guy, who is no longer the maintenance guy, he is the owner of the house. So he says, "Oh, okay. So Ike is my psychiatrist. He's my therapist, okay. and I am his patient." Okay. So, so he was a living psychiatrist. So the guy that everybody thought was the owner of the house is a psychiatrist, and the guy who actually owned the house, the patient, is the patient, and he's been a, kind of like the maintenance worker as everybody thought. But really, what happened was he's being manipulated the whole entire time. But he can't control it. He can't see it because he's so closed off uh, to the world, to the people. Uh that no one is telling him, no one is pointing out that he's being manipulated. The patient's being manipulated. Yeah. Huh. It's very interesting. That seems like um, a David Tennis character in Jessica Jones. Yeah, it's like that, dude. It's totally exactly like how I felt. The man in purple, whatever. Yeah. Uh, That's cool. I mean, that's a little bit more like a a true crime kind of thing without the crime. Mm -hmm. More like true creeper. (laughs) Yeah. So the whole time, because I I went on a business trip today, so it was a lot of driving. So uh, my wife, Julie, was in the car and she's pissed off. She's like, how is this guy falling for all of these things? It's crazy. Like, you should know when to stop. And this has been going on for like 27 years, Mm. which is crazy. Boggles my mind. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then. All right. So, any other honorable mentions for our podcast? <laughs> Wait, what, what was the name of that one? Sorry. Uh, it's called uh, The Shrink Next Door. Got it. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, then. So, any more any more moments in our, our podcast that stand out to you before we move on? Oh, yeah. Um, I said not to mention it or pick them because uh, it was, you know, a no-brainer that and we would pick them. Yeah. Yeah. It is our uh, specials that we do with... Uh, um josiah's from uh the comic syndicate and also your brother rg from uh deep dives and rabbit holes deep dives and rabbit holes yeah Yeah. um those episodes are hilarious it is so much uh stuff that we talk about and uh, i think the reason why those episodes are so good is because there's so much content coming from all of us at the same time yeah, I, I think <laughs> I, I think the first time we had Josiah on, that one was fine because it, it was an extra voice, extra opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it, it worked out fine. But once we started it, adding in my brother, so we had four people on um, that first time around. 
It was too much. It was, it was a yeah. long episode. Uh-huh. And then by the the third time they were all on, um, I I and I think you kind of noticed it. My my planning for the episode, the the show notes, very very limited. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was you or my brother. Somebody pointed like, "Is that it?" I'm like, "Trust me, that's fine. I've learned my lesson." <laughs> like, I, I think as long as we have like two or three good topics, mm-hmm. we go on to borrow uh, from their show title. We go yeah, down. Especially the your brother hole. likes to talk too. Yeah, yeah. He we, goes right down that private <laughs> rabbit hole. My brother goes on tangents. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have we captured when he interrupts himself <laughs> yeah <laughs> um mm-hmm. yeah th- you're right and those those are uh, those are given one of our favorite episodes uh can't mm-hmm. wait to have him on again um mm-hmm. we would have done something special for episode 100 with them but scheduling yeah. sucks balls <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure we're gonna do some type of special during uh the week of comic-con because we're all gonna be together so yeah. uh i think we're gonna be checking out some really cool things and probably uh talk about it that's coming up damn Mm -hmm. all right Mm -hmm. all right uh let's move on to movies all right movie time all right anton uh let's go into movies so let's go to the box office and i'm saying let's go a lot but let's go uh, <laughs> number one, we have Aladdin with 136.2 million. Number two, John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum with 112.9 million. Number three, Avengers Still Holding Strong with uh, 806.5 million. Uh, number four, wow. Detective Pikachu, 122.9 million. And number five, goddamn, there's a big difference, 10.4 million. Oh, Booksmart. Wait, what was number Books, five? Number five, Booksmart, sorry. What was number five? Booksmart. Oh, Booksmart. Yeah. So we have at least $110 million, $110 million difference between uh, any of the other top four movies with them. <laughs> yeah. But I tell you what, I, I think I'm probably going to see Booksmart um, this weekend. Uh, and also maybe uh, if Julie's okay with it, we're going to watch two movies, uh, which is Godzilla. Comes I out know. This uh, that's the thing. I want to see so many movies because, okay, yeah, we have... I want to see Brightburn. Mm-hmm. I want to see Booksmart. Mm-hmm. I want to see Godzilla. Yeah. And Godzilla is getting some pretty good uh, reviews. Um, so I'm pretty yeah, happy. Yeah. And that's also, uh, by the way, I'm, I can't believe they made this joke. And I'm so tired about hearing it in the trailer. When he says, oh, my God. And so, the other guy goes, Zilla. I'm like, dude. <laughs> that's like the dad that's, joke. There, there, there's a bunch of like, uh, like memes about that. That's, that's hilarious. Like, it's like, I hope the next part of that scene is him smacking him back in the head. <laughs> oh my God. Zilla. Zilla. <laughs> uh, I, I'm curious about Rocket Man, even though it seems very, very, very artsy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do like some Elton John songs, so I think that'd be that'd be interesting to watch. Um, mm-hmm. And then, dude, it sucks because next week then we have Dark Phoenix. I know. <laughs> what a combo this week. Uh, these, I mean, this month. These three weeks. Dude, the end of May. May is going out with a bang. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't wait to see it. So you know, before I move on to the next one, uh, I forgot to bring it up in the last segment. But we have winners to announce. Oh, uh, you're talking about our 100-episode uh, contest? Yes. So the way, a way to thank our listeners, uh, we mm-hmm. did a giveaway of uh, Pop Funko on both Twitter and Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. If you aren't, if you didn't know about it, that's your fault for not following us at the 2OC on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Mm, darn uh, it. But these two winners get to choose from one of the Funkos on the post. So for Instagram, we have Forever Jedi Tim. Congratulations for you. And oh, there, you, there you go. There you go. And for Twitter, uh, we have Hugs from SA. So I'll be contacting South them. South Africa? God, I hope not. South America. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'll be contacting them later on. Um, we'll have to confirm that they meet the little th- requirements. If not, that we do have backup winners. Uh, for mm-hmm. each one but as of now they are our winners and uh hopefully we we hear back from them soon so we can give them their prices all right congratulations guys yeah all right so while i'm on my spreadsheets uh have you seen our summer movie draft scores uh yeah how are you feeling i'm feeling okay but i know i'm not gonna be way up there because i have a couple of movies that didn't make the uh it got pushed back <laughs> yeah if you yeah all right uh let me just go down for our summer movie draft uh, first place, me with 173. I'm not gonna go with the numbers. Uh, I'm in first place. Second place, my brother RG. Uh, third place, Carl. Fourth place, Team Vixen. Fifth place, Roz. Sixth place, you. Uh, by you I mean Anton. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, seventh place, Josias, and eighth place, Gianna. Uh, Josias and Gianna, I, neither of them have had a movie released yet, so I think they're they're waiting patiently. Mm-hmm. And uh, for our Summer Movie Draft Challenge participants, we have uh, first place, Carlos, second place, Victorious, third place, myself, fourth place, Kristen, fifth place, Crazy, aka Anton, sixth place, Clarissa, seventh place, Martha, eighth place, eighth place is tied with uh, Sick Witted, aka Josias, and Sunny. I think I'm going to win that one. Are you confident? Uh, I need to look at my list again. Is, is my movie on there, Artemis Fowl? Uh, I, I don't even know uh, exactly what I picked. I can't remember. So for the challenge you picked, uh, Long Shot, Ma, mm-hmm. Child's mm-hmm. Play, Stuber, mm-hmm. The Boy 2, <laughs> you did choose Artemis Fowl, oh, God damn it. The Kitchen, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, and Blinded by the Light. Are we allowed to switch it if it's... Uh... Oh, wait. Is this the challenge or the draft? Oh, that's the draft. No, 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 no. Hold on. I had the wrong one. Yeah, I was going to say. I was like... <laughs> like why you're why did I go so heavy on Artemis? Uh, <laughs> you picked Spider-Man: Far From Home, Aladdin, Dora the Dora and the Lost City of Gold, and Yesterday. By the way, Yesterday looks good. I, yeah, I, it looks really good. I saw the trailer, and that's a really good concept. I'm kind of curious to see what the the outcome of it is. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think at one point or another, I, I I've had that fantasy. I'm like, damn, it, I could have written the song. That would've been yeah. good if I. Wrote it it, it kind of feels like a uh, a Disney movie. Uh, that you would see it on the Disney Channel. But a, a more better, well-made movie. <laughs> it's kind of like a, a, a musical version of "It's a Wonderful Life," and mm-hmm. I, I guess uh, Scrooge. I don't know, not Scrooge, mm-hmm. but like, like something like the whole alternate universe kind of "What If" scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that one looks good. So, so you're confident there? Yeah, I'm pretty Spider- confident. Spider Man is when you're going heavy on. Yeah. All right, that's on. Um, that's it for movies because neither of us had a chance to watch movies this week because we recorded Sunday. Today is Thursday. And mm-hmm. we have jobs. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, I did have a segment that I skipped, um, but I'll probably talk about it next week. It's about Disney Tokyo, oh, Disney Sea Tokyo doing an expansion. So we'll talk about that next week. There is a Disney topic, but I, it's a news topic, but I'll wait until I know more about it before we talk about that also. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. Uh, if people want to support us for another 100 episodes, how can they do that? Uh, they can do that by going to our website at www.the2oc.com. And maybe they can buy some stickers, T-shirts. And uh, if there was something that we talked about on the show uh, or in our show notes or on Twitter or Instagram, uh, they can click on any of the links and it takes them to Amazon and it gives us a little kickback for anything that is purchased. Yep. Uh, and I do post additional uh, items on there that I find discounts for because we do get promotional codes for certain items. Um, mm-hmm. I usually try to go for 50% at least. So if it's mm-hmm. on there, you're getting at least 50% off on stuff. Um, oh, nice. Some of it's random. Some of it's cool. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but you can follow us uh, at the 2OC on Twitter, in Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can send us mm-hmm. an email to mail at the 2OC.com. All right. So today's podcast is also brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash the 2OC. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from, and you can use it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Uh, I don't really know what the actual number is. I think it should be higher than 180,000 because I don't know when their numbers were updated on here. But, yeah, they have, they have yeah. a big selection. Mm-hmm. Um, and I should say I've not been promoting in a while. Uh, subscribe to us on your favorite podcatcher app and our YouTube page, uh, The2OC on YouTube. That way you get notified every single time. Oh, ring the bell so you get notified every single time we start streaming. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, usually record Thursdays like today. But mm-hmm. if we record another day, you'll get notified there too. All right, Anton, anything else? Happy 100. Happy 100, sir. Happy centennial. Yeah, happy 100 more and infinity. And many more. (laughs) 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 All right, guys, have a good one. All right, see you guys.